to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, game days, remote work getaways, Family vacations, all better in an RV from MidAmerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Big country. I don't know about you, but my spirits are much improved from yesterday. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm in, uh... <laughs> I'm hurting worse than I was yesterday. Spirits, I'm glad, though, I'm glad mentally, you're... I'm glad how, you're where are your mentals at? They hurt even more, dude. Like, I can't, also down there. Because every time I move, my back's like, what the fuck are you doing, homie? This is mm-hmm. not what we want to do. We want to just do nothing. It's like, we got to do something. Like, I bend over. My back screams at me. I lay down. My back's just screaming at me even more. Which part of it? Are we going upper back? Uh, the, and honestly, the entire thing. And then I found a massive bruise behind my right knee. Which, when you watch back the video, you see that sucker just bend around the table and then slingshot itself off of it. This is my own doing. I can't blame anybody. Uh-huh. I might be able and to blame you and Matt a little bit for continuing to encourage me to do it after I was just kind of like, ah, I thought it would just be for fun. And then we are not here really are. the guys that'll be like, no, that's stupid. Don't do it. No. We're more the friends that are like, yeah, that's stupid. You should do and it. And then Matt's almost like, I want to see someone get hurt. So he tries to put you in worse scenarios than kind of what the situation should be. Like setting up the tri- uh, the what was it the table right next to the tailgate like directly underneath the truck where now, like, there's I a trailer say, hitch it was like that would have cracked open my head we did we do a good job Matt and I of putting you or, or pushing you into these situations like you'll mention it and then you're like we're well, like yeah we'll take this all the way you did want to jump off of a ladder because the, the ladder was offered and I was like maybe that would be better and then I see a clip of a kid from Missouri State who tries it and when he jumps. He goes one. Well, he didn't even go anywhere. The ladder just went the other way, and he went straight down and missed the table yeah. altogether. We were going to get a seven foot ladder, and mm-hmm. he wanted to jump off that bad boy. But the thing was, I would have jumped off of it correctly because I would have jumped forward with the ladder, not sideways. Or does that make sense? You would have climbed up the ladder, tried to do the beer thing you wanted to do, and it fell and off. Fell on your ass. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> no, I mean it all kind of worked out for the better, honestly. Did it though? But it didn't at the same time. Well, I, I just I can't today. believe I feel recovered. As I said yesterday, I'm on a bye week for drinking. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I am. I'm on like I might be on a two bye week. I'm taking a vacation. I'm taking a two week vacation uh-huh. from drinking. You're going sober October on us. I might have to until the next couple weeks. I mean, this next weekend, I say that I got weddings this weekend. Jesus, <laughs> I don't know what you I'm going to do. It's the same thing. It's like I'm never doing that again. You it don't just takes have a week to drink to have fun. Yeah, but that it's is a also, direct quote from my ex wife. I mean, it's true, but at the same time, it makes it, it does make it more enjoyable. It makes it better. Like, I can go running without running shoes either. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. I have running shoes on, that makes running better. Yeah, it makes things easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're made to do. Yeah. That's I the purpose it. of it. Also, the purpose of alcohol. Depending on like Drink what wedding you're going to and how close you are with them. It's like some friends from high school, probably. Yeah, and we're we're pretty close, pretty tight-knit. We all grew, like, we legitimately grew up together. Parents are friends, so. Yeah, it's really, it's going to depend on the crew that's around you if you have some other friends that are there one wedding i think i'll be fine so i gotta go back to back weddings because one of them had this wedding planned for about a year and a half the other just spurred the mom was like i'm getting married what day wonder why you would think (laughs) but it's just kind of one of those deals where they're both at five so i'm going to a ceremony one wedding i'm going to reception of the other i'm gonna be looking nice can't wait yeah you got your outfit planned out not yet. I went to I went just to a couple stores. I went to a couple stores yesterday. Look, yeah, just go. You can probably just head over to Pittsburgh. Yes, one of our great sponsors. Just gonna see if you room. wanted to join me, actually, but it's all right. Actually, I need to go over there. I need to soon, <laughs> as well. So, uh, booyah! There we go. Uh, but we had some. We haven't even talked about any sports yet today, and there was so no, much that the happened. Sports that we're talking about. It's me almost breaking my freaking back. <laughs> I feel like we might need to do like a daily check in until you're fine. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. I did it for content, and it became successful. Yeah. It was a it's successful got a lot of interactions. Trip. Yeah. Just I, let me know what you need me to do for the next two We do a really good job of I'll dream up something stupid, or you'll mention something, and I'm like, yep, running with that. We're going to do it. And we're going to and Nashville in a couple of weeks because we're going to the Chiefs-Titans game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really fun. I figured we you should jumping start jumping through another table? Now. 
No, because I know there's a lot of asphalt over there, and I'm not jumping in no river. I'm, I'm not. No more jumping. No more <laughs> jumping, and no more bets that resolve in me losing hair in any way, shape, or fashion. Okay. Just remember, these are your ideas. You'll float out bad ideas, and I'm like, no, that's boring. We don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. But if you say something and it piques my interest, I'm like, okay. You piqued my interest. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's get go? a trash can. Let's throw some footballs. <laughs> you piqued my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is me. I will hear something, and then I do that like dog head tilt. <laughs> that that could Ears work. Raised. I'm just glad that I don't have to do anything stupid on the line. I, with all due respect, (laughs) I have too much willpower. I just be like, nope, not fucking doing it. Well, it's hard when there's two other people (laughs) just just staring at you like, this all this all falls on you, man. This my 2018 New Year's resolution was to learn how to say the word no. That might be me in 2022. Yeah, because I would just tell any anything that people wanted me to do, like, hey, you want to come to this thing? Yeah, I'll do it. When I had no intentions of doing it or will to do it, and I would. And then I found myself wasting a lot of my own time doing things I didn't want to do. Well, the the large part of this. A little this, different for you. Yeah, it's because there's part of this, like, there's part of me that thinks I can do it. And then in the process of doing it, I'm in full realization of, like, you cannot do this. Yep. But it's always when I'm in the middle of it. Never before. This is going to hurt. We're going to turn you into, like, a stunt devil. It's clearly what's happening right now. Yeah, but we do have other <laughs> sports uh, to talk about today. My daughter started uh, basketball this week. Last night was her first practice. Hey, let's go. So I'm sitting there just, you know, being a dad. And then the news comes through. John Gruden has resigned. Well, actually, the news came through of, like, the New York Times releasing these emails and talking about everything that's going on. And then last night, uh, John Gruden did resign. It What it just crazy event and yeah. good for the Raiders because honestly I was reading the New York Times article about it and I was seeing all the shit that he said and I thought like maybe this is going to be a situation where they didn't fire him like, he's so loved by Mark yeah. Davis and a lot of people in that organization and I thought that maybe this would be like a suspension deal but they acted swiftly uh, I think Urban Meyer might be the most grateful person in the world because now the attention is off of him and you know a lot of people were calling for Urban Meyer's job for his situation. But yeah. with John Gruden, uh, I did think that he deserved to be fired for those offenses. I mean, as look at, I like to do it as I compare it to real world scenarios, other jobs. If I'm a teacher and I go out to a bar and I cheat on my wife and I'm grinding up on some other girl, I'm probably not going to get fired, but it's going to be like a, Hey, you realize you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a teacher and I start using that F word and call my athletic director that, or call him, what was it, an anti-football pussy? Yeah, yeah guess what? I'm getting fired <laughs> <laughs> very quickly and deservingly, too. So John Gruden fired, and then, like I said, just reading the New York Times article, seeing all the shit that he said, it really, it doesn't surprise me. Like, it shocks me, but it's not like, a man, yeah. I never saw that coming from that dude. And I do, I do have a question, and I know it's going to be a tough one, but I don't, I feel like I've had several friends and other people kind of ask me, or you see it on social media, but I don't feel like I have a logical answer to it. So I was hoping you might, because people that will come at it in the way of this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. How, why is this person being punished for something they did 10 years ago? Maybe they've changed. Maybe they're a better individual. Maybe they've learned. Yeah. And like, I understand that aspect of it, but like, how do you respond or what is your mindset when you see people say that? Cause I like, I fully understand why he's fired, and I agree with it. He should have. There's just no reason for that, okay, especially at any level. It just this is the times we're at. We should have never been in times where it was okay. But over time, I feel like we've all become on the same page. Like, that's not okay. But, Melo, how do you respond to people, or what is your immediate response to that was 10 years ago? I think a lot of people messed up 10 years ago, and, or over time. And I think a lot of people deserve a second chance to, like, get things right. But I think with the Raiders and John Gruden – he showed that, like, this is who he is. This isn't like a, like Morgan Wallen mm-hmm. got drunk, said the N-word. And, like, that's a mistake. So, I think, in my opinion, I don't know either of these guys, but, like, he made a mistake and was like, oh, shit, I can't believe I did that. Mm-hmm. John Gruden showed you who he is. So, it's not like I'm forgiving you for that. It was 10 years ago. Whoops, you messed up. Like, you showed me over time 
who you really are, how you really think, Multiple what you're about. emails. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like, uh, you know, a situation where a guy messes up, says something stupid, we've all done it. Or, you know, we're all young and, you know, you have the Mitch Trubisky tweets of like, I love sucking titties or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was, I was 14, my bad. Shouldn't have said that, didn't think it would come back to bite me or whatever. But with John Gruden, one, you're a grown-ass man doing it. So you can't even be like, oh, 10 years ago, I was young. Nope, you're 50. Yeah. So yeah, I think with him, it's you showed us who you are. You're a piece of shit. Goodbye. And also, really wanted to get out of that contract. Oh, for the Raiders, for sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> whether I surely there's part of Mark Davis is like, okay, hey, now I have a little bit of extra money in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do think he, he did a good job of quickly reacting to this. And I, I don't think that he would have been fired just based on that contract. But I do think that there is a part of them. And maybe even Raiders fans are like, whew, glad we got out of that deal. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't even fired, so it's not like, oh, you're you're paying it out. Yeah. He resigned. You don't owe him anything, So, which will be uh, very good for them. And then, the, I mean, the coaching search now of so many people trying to figure out who the next coach will be, what will happen with Mike Mayock. And, you know, I've talked some shit on Mayock before, too, because a lot of these draft misses. But – John Gruden was in control there, mm -hmm. and he was a situation where they hired him as head coach and said, yep, you'll be able to kind of do what you want, draft these players. Here's your GM. Like, Mike Mayock was the GM by title. Yeah. He didn't get the chance to run that team. I'm excited to see – well, not very excited because I'm a Chiefs fan, but I think that he can do a good job. I think that he has done a good job of hitting on some of these players later in the draft. and Where, where you, you can know, tell he has kind of control of who they're picking what they're going yeah. after. But in those early rounds where Gruden has been heavily involved, that's where things have gone south. I mean, you look at what mm -hmm. their all their first round draft picks over the last couple of years where he's been there, none of them have really panned out. I mean, Henry Ruggs has splashed here and there. Right. But it's only on those deep shots from Derek Carr that's been about it. Yeah. But I mean, even like later in the draft where we start getting into oh, that's a Mike Mayock pick. Mm -hmm. Like Brian Edwards has looked just about as good Max as Max Crosby. Ruggs. Yeah, Max Crosby has been very good as well and you start looking at some of those first round guys it's like oh that was a miss i mean already early on yeah. in, in their tenure there it, it was looking pretty bad and also i mean this whole thing came to light because of dan snyder and the washington football team of some scandal there of uh you know inappropriate activity in the workplace and they turned over emails and then stumbled upon john gruden so i was like oh this is not good we should look into this so it's kind of crazy that we haven't heard anything from the Dan Snyder part yet, but I also wonder, you know, what emails are going to be uncovered from there. And, I mean, he's an owner. He's not a coach. He's not getting fired. Yeah. He'd have to be – I mean, this would be like the Clippers situation from a few years ago. Yeah, this guy's not cashing the checks. He's signing the checks. Right. I saw someone tweet that. I think it was a pretty high-level person, whether it was Ian Rappaport or um, an Adam Schefter. But it was like, you can clearly tell the difference between who writes the checks and who cashes the checks mm -hmm. on where the attention's at. We've seen this with Dan Snyder, what, a couple years ago when we started doing Mic'd Up as a radio show. Right. This dude's speaking of Gruden being a piece of shit. Dan Snyder's a piece of shit. Yep. That's all he hires is pieces of shit. <laughs> I just, at what point are NFL, other NFL owners going to look at this guy and be like, hey, man, like we can't have you in the league. Figure yep. out your new nickname and see ya. I think that the writing has been on the wall for him for a while now. Yes. I, I think that eventually it will come out. But it is weird that, you know, the John Gruden stuff happened right now. Like, he wasn't even, like, the one being investigated. It was Dan Snyder and the Washington football team, that organization. But then, you know, um, a casualty of it is going to be John Gruden, who wasn't even a part of it. He was at ESPN at the time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I'm sure that they've issued, uh, issued a statement on it, too. But, like, that's another poor look. I mean, they just had Maria Taylor leave because of diversity and racism. Yep. That I mean, that's another employee. That's a bad look for them. Yep. Uh, but it is, it's going to be – Crazy to see what happens with Dan Snyder. I, I, I'm i sure that investigation is still going on, and maybe that's why we're not hearing anything. Right. But it's still, like, when everything finally comes out, it's just how much how much are we going to – how much information is going to be out there that gets overlooked because of there's the amount of bad? Does that make sense? Like, how much no. bad stuff is going to be there that's released in this investigation that we might overlook? Because oh, yeah, there's, there's going to be, be like, some, not as You're going to have, stuff. like, two or three things that are, like – we're focused on because like that's awful mm -hmm. and then all the other like knickknack stuff that we're just gonna be like holy smokes and he did this or this or this and this yeah i bet there's a lot and you know i've said it a couple times over the last couple weeks you know with urban meyer and now john gruden 
I, I know that we put these like NFL head coaches on a pedestal, like, oh man, I bet they're great guys, leaders. I've been around enough NFL events and enough coaches, not just head coaches, assistant coaches, position coaches. There are a lot of coaches that are just a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no easy way to say it, but they are. I mean, these are not guys that are faithful to their wife. They're not like good uh, men of moral high character. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird, weird industry. And honestly, like it might be what Roger Goodell needs to focus on. I know they've put some things in with like the Rooney rule and trying to hire more diverse, but it's a bunch of old white guys making a lot of decisions. And I think it goes to show there are a lot of people that – Maybe even you know come out and say like like John Gruden, uh, this is my best friend. He's black, uh, but you still have those racist tendencies. Yeah, like oh, uh, gonna make a joke about this guy, about this black guy, the way his lips look, that comes off a little bad. Uh, so maybe you can, you can claim you're not a racist, but what's the thought process there? And I I don't think this is just a problem in Washington. I don't think it's just a problem in Vegas. I mean, it's all over the league. Yeah, and you know a guy like Eric Bieniemy with the Chiefs. Not being able to get a job, I don't know that it's all about race, but I think it plays a pretty big part into it, which really sucks. It should not. Exactly. At I all. Mean, <clears throat> I, I don't know how to move forward with that because it's just it's one of those deals where who is going to be named next? Like, who can we root for? Like, that's almost like a question in the back of your mind. It's like, oh, I like this guy. Want to root for him. He's great in front of the cameras. He's great at interacting with fans yeah. and the players, the players coach. And let's say something comes up and it's like, it's all just a facade. Like, yeah. it's all just not who he is, actually. He just tricked no, all of us. It's, yeah, public relations. Yeah. Uh, putting out there who you want people to think you are. And it is. It's going to be weird because, I mean, anytime you're rooting for these athletes, you have to question the off-field stuff. I, I think Deshaun Watson is still the prime example of it. I loved Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the second-best quarterback in the league. And honestly thought, like, man, this is just such a good dude. A young yep. guy that's got his head on his shoulders. He's staying out of trouble. He's doing a good job of leading this organization, and then it comes out that he might be a piece of shit. So it's it's weird with sports. Which we still haven't heard any update on that. I was thinking about that the other day, mm-hmm. laying in bed with my with my back hurting. Yeah. I was like, "What's this news with Deshaun Watson? We haven't heard anything in a minute." I I don't think we'll get any news until December, January, when we start getting closer to that court date. Man, I I, I think it's going to resurface here in a couple of weeks when the trade deadline comes around. And then that's when we'll start looking at, like, oh, are, is Miami actually going to make a move? Yeah. Bold prediction? No. I, I don't think, think you can do. at this point. Not yeah. in the middle of the season. That's just – that's a tough time to even try to make a move. It, I don't I don't think you can. Yeah. Not with the draft picks that they have tied up in that and what's going to happen there. It, it, it'll just be too much. But rooting for any athlete, I, yeah. I'm so much more cautious now than I used to be. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm right there with you, and I don't mean to get kind of quiet there. It's just like you never know. Like I, like I just said a little bit, you never know what's going to come out about a person, and everything you thought of them was just completely wrong. Yeah, even some of the athletes that I, you know, we've met or interviewed over the years, some of them it's been like, yeah, you can kind of tell. Hey, that's maybe not a guy yeah. that I'm going to end up rooting for. But then there have been others where it's like, okay, he seemed like he was – Pretty good dude, good Very kid. Very genuine person. That's how they come off. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Piece of so, shit. Yeah. Uh, definitely be careful who you're rooting for. And I think we you know, we also put athletes on a pedestal, too. Yeah. And, like, and way NFL, too high of one. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've started to realize that more as I've gotten kind of older. Because I used to think, like, oh, these guys play sports. Like, they're just, like, they're almost like a better individual than I am, like, other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're fucking not. They just play a sport. They're just really like, good athletes. Yeah, like that's it. It's Which like, is also why I've never like fanboyed over, over so, talking to a Yeah, like I would never say I, – I never feel like I fanboy. I just feel like I, I, I viewed myself as like a lesser than for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I never should have. And like now it's to a point of like, okay, yeah, you can do this. That's cool. Can you do this or that? Like are you a good person? Maybe you are. Like, I don't know. It shouldn't be like, well, because football, you're a good athlete, you're a bad person. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Football is such a violent sport, though. It's very hard. Yeah. Like, you have to have a part of your mentality has to be aggressive. Yeah. To be, I don't care if you're a quarterback, whatever, a kicker. You've come up through the years playing football. You have to be aggressive. And for a lot of guys, it's hard to turn that off. And it, it is weird. It's almost like, you know, a height requirement. Yeah. Like, there's an aggression requirement where you have to be able to be this physical. And sometimes that's uh, not always a great pairing. 
All right, let's also get into this Colts game that happened last night, Colts-Ravens. But before that, let's mention our great sponsors, one of them being Gunspot. Go visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. Sometimes it's hard to talk for me in the morning. I said I was feeling better. Who knows? Maybe it's um, it's a delayed delayed hangover for me. But go visit them at gunspot.com. I saw cool videos of... um, you know, guys go to those like shooting ranges and it's almost like an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's our next challenge. That would be fun, actually. Are you you a good shot? <sighs> See, that's another one of those questions. I was like, of course I am. I don't know. Well, you're, be- you're better than me. I mean, I grew, I grew up shooting guns and like, you know, right. sighting and rifles and stuff like that and shooting pistols and everything. But like, it, I'm going to be honest, it's been a minute since I've done it. I feel comfortable holding the gun, but I'm almost at a point now I was like, it's gonna sound bad. It just it, seeing one like when I haven't seen one in a long time is like holy shit like that. Yeah, is, I feel like you have to get comfortable around it. Yeah, too. but like once I'm with it for a little bit and handling, it's like okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not over here doing fucking like spin tricks or something. Yeah, like I feel like Western that's the way it should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same Dude, you want to see something cool? Mm-hmm. Pow! Yeah. But no, I, but I grew up gun safety, shooting guns, guns in the house. I mean, there's a gun cabinet in the middle of our living room. There's like ten rifles in it, pistols all over the how place, many deer ammo. Heads? <laughs> when I was little, how many deer heads in the big country household? <laughs> uh, when I was little, there was two in the living room, one in the parents' room, and one in my room. Nothing says we're about to get it on like having a deer head in the bedroom. Uh, if you go to the house now, my little brother and dad have continued to hunt over the years. I stopped in high school and just got busy with other stuff and was just never really made time to do it. And I went once in college and again just couldn't find the time to come back home and. And get out because it does take quite a bit of time to go hunting, but I did enjoy it. It was fun. Kind it's of, almost it's maybe re- that's our next challenge. It's relaxing go a hunting. bit. It's relaxing a bit because you just get to see like nature be nature. Mm-hmm. And so some people that it's be usually like, pretty cold. And when people hear that, they're like, "Dude, that's freaking weird." Like, no, it's actually really cool to be up in a tree stand and you're just like watching birds and turkeys and things just kind of interact in a field. And then like all of a sudden these deer come out and they they're oblivious that you're there. But you can tell like how alert they are to everything. Like the wind blows, their heads peak up, they're sniffing, their ears are all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then like when you shoot one, people are like, Oh my god, I can't believe you shot an animal. It's kind of one of those and I had to explain this to people in college because they thought like, Oh, you hunt, like wow, what a what a piece of crap. Like you kill animals. Yeah, you kill an like, innocent animal. And it was like, nah, there's something special about it. Cause like when you go to it, and like that's what I was taught as a kid. It's like when the moment you get to the animal, you make sure it's no longer in pain and that it's gone. You thank God for it. You say your prayer, pay your respects to the animal, and then you like feel it, which means you know get rid of the stabbing gun. it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Mello. but like it, I get it though. I'm not. Yeah, I it don't is. Hunt, it is a special I, thing. I so like getting to be like having gun sponsor us and stuff too. It, it's kind of cool because it just it's kind of nostalgia for me, like back to my childhood and kind of the the atmosphere that I grew up in and with the place that I call home. So maybe we shouldn't go shooting because I'm terrible. That would not even be a competition. <laughs> no. I'm I'm really I'm not. Or good you're at gonna it. say that, and it's gonna be the same thing. On like, ah man, I I can throw a football like seven out of ten times in a trash can. I can long snap it into a trash can <laughs> while Mel throws it in there because he did that better than me. Yes, we yeah. didn't record it. I can long snap a football into a trash can better than I can throw it over. <laughs> that him. you are good at. <laughs> it's it kind was, of impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, do go visit gunspot.com again for all your gun and ammo needs. Yep, and then Miners and Monroe, visit them at Miners and Monroe. Miners and ah, Mon- neither one of yeah. us can talk. <laughs> <laughs> MinersandMonroe.com. Use code MikeDup10 for 10% off. It's fall, y'all. Update your wardrobe, gentlemen. We got you covered. MikeDup10 at MinersandMonroe.com for 10% off. Is it common for people to get married this time of year? Man, I, I guess it is. Around. But, like, God. There are so many weddings going on over the next couple of weeks I that just, I've noticed. And I've noticed how much... Everyone wants to plan to do something in the fall. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm fully invested in this career, it's like, hey, guys, like if we did something not on a fucking Saturday or Sunday, <laughs> yeah. that'd be phenomenal. Right? Yeah. I would uh, actually like to be able to do my job and watch as many <laughs> yeah. games as possible. Because when you guys ask me a dozen questions as it's going on, and you've seen me over here shotgun three beers, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to what answer those questions. What are you guys doing Monday at three o'clock? <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> You know? Oh, we work. Catch me oh. on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Those are usually pretty slow Tuesday days. Through win- or, yeah, Tuesday through Wednesday. Pretty open. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. But definitely get to Miners and Monroe and check them out. It does feel like there are a lot of weddings going on. And now for us here in in Missouri, it's actually like becoming fall weather. Mm-hmm. 
So oh, my windows are <laughs> windows are wide, wide open. open. Yeah, wide open spaces. Uh, mine are too. I'm thriving. In I don't life. even know what the weather is today, but I woke up high of like 79. What? Mm-hmm. Damn it! Why? Did you off. leave your air on again? I don't think so. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this motherfucker will open his windows and leave the air conditioning. Hey, speaking on. of, I need to go pay my utility bill after this. <laughs> Guess what? It's gonna be high. High today. Of Through 79. the roof is what it is, brother. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm about to budget bill in that shit. <laughs> right. I because if the windows are open, your house might read like seventy four or whatever. Yeah. But it's fine. It feels a little different with a cool breeze going mm-hmm. through there. But the but AC. But your house, man, you're hitting like seventy four, and that AC's trying to run on you. That's like, like, God, this guy just, uh, run, man, run. You need to pause this podcast so you can go turn your air off. But go visit minersinmonroe.com. Use code MikeDup10 for 10% off there. We were going to get into this Colts-Ravens game. Um, I was very, very wrong about this game. For one, I didn't think it would be close. Uh, Two, we thought the Ravens, I think both of us, thought the Ravens would run all over the Colts. Yep. They did not. Lamar Jackson throws for over 400 yards. They didn't get the rushing record, which is kind of a bummer. I'm not a Ravens fan, but I wanted to see him get it. Even at the end of the game, uh, in overtime, I was like, how many yards do they need? I was like, oh, shit, they still need 16 yards, and they're on like the seven-yard line. They are officially not going to get it. And uh, I think it was Michelle Tafoya. Is she she the one that does Monday night games? I think I got the wrong. Yeah, what is her name? I don't know. I'm bad with that. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to whoever it is, but you do a phenomenal <laughs> job because they asked Lamar Jackson at the end of the game, like, hey, uh, that we know you guys were kind of going after the rushing record. And he's like, did we get it? And she's like, no, mm-hmm. you didn't. And he's like, that's all right as long as we got the W. Mm-hmm. This dude, like you said, 37 of 43 for 442 yards in four tutties. Yeah. Uh, I take back everything I said about this guy not being a good passer of the football. Uh, yeah, I think Because he's what just we developing. saw last night, I mean, the deep shots landing like straight in the bucket to Hollywood Brown. Granted, looked like it was a little bit of busted coverage. It doesn't matter. That ball was put where it needed to be in stride, caught it mm-hmm. deep. The ball's to uh, Mark Andrews on yeah, especially any like part of the ones. field. Like, and then the. The touchdown that helped them tie the game, the two or the, excuse me, that get them got them back in the game, and then the two point conversion to Hollywood Brown that helped them tie it, and then the scoring one is it's just like every single time he was throwing the ball, it was where only his guy could catch it, and you love to see it. This was my question mark for Lamar Jackson the last couple of years. Was one, I think the NFL is going to catch up to him if he's only a running quarterback. He needs to develop passing the football. He struggles to throw the football outside the hash marks near the nu- or numbers to sideline. He's not been very good at that. He is this year. He's throwing the ball everywhere, and he's running and escaping, and it's just like no one is figuring out Lamar Jackson because he is continuing to develop and improve as a quarterback, and this dude is going to get fucking paid when that comes around, which is soon. God, I wish he would get an agent, though. I know that – But he's not even going to have to worry about agent fees, man. I know, but it's like it's 2% or whatever, 3%, 10% at most. Two, three million dollars. Yeah, but what if your agent can get you five? Like five more million and you're giving up two. Yeah, I guess that's a so good So now point. you've made two million dollars more and it's like <laughs> it's two million dollars. Yeah. So like in the drop of a hat, like, oh, okay, you're giving up two point five mil, but you got five. Depending so on what his in the green. deal is. Because I But what even like the endorsements the- though, like say yeah. sorry to cut you off. But like even if his contract, he's like, Oh, I don't pay any agent fees. I mean, look at all the endorsements that a guy like Patrick Mahomes does. Yeah. That's coming from somebody else. They are bringing you in more money yeah. than they are taking. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, question his intelligence here at all, but, you know, you do look at a Patrick Mahomes type of deal and, like, all the, the stuff that's in there that alters how and right. when he can be paid and, like, how he can be adjusted on the roster in terms of position. There's a reason why you're like a that. lawyer to be Exactly, because, <laughs> again, agent. I'm not questioning his intelligence. It's an entire different language at times. Like, the verbiage can be very confusing, mm-hmm. but to them it's basic. And it's like, there's no freaking point to make this sentence so confusing, but it's like, you have to, because if you don't specify this or that, it alters everything and how it can be perceived and taken and adjusted or read in the court of law, is mm-hmm. what they say. I don't know why I went full court of law there, Bob. No need <laughs> Deep for that. Deep South lawyer from... <laughs> big, big country. But... <laughs> 
Maybe I mean maybe that is a good point though, is because will that be able to help him or will it help him or the Ravens or hurt him or the Ravens with this type of contract that he could be offered or signed if there's not those mm-hmm. like that or deep, like the guaranteed deep money. aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, the terminology that goes into those contracts. It's way over my head. I know that. It, that's where I'm like, man, just get an agent. Yeah. Help yourself figure it out. And let them do all that work for you so you don't have to worry about it. Get one that you trust. I mean, I you've seen agents before even come in and take advantage of players because that terminology is, is so weird. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you go to school for a very long time just to learn how to talk like that. School law. <laughs> just, to learn, just to learn how to That's type just those fun papers. to say at this point. Yeah. Court of law. Sounds like you got a bunch of marbles in your mouth. Maybe I'll do. <laughs> but I, I, he was very impressive last night. And I've kind of questioned in your mouth. his ability to throw the ball, too. Not like – Oh, man, he's bad at it. He can't throw it. But he's never really been on the the level of a guy like Mahomes or Josh Allen. Yeah, like put in a tight him. window, you know, like for, not forcing, but like getting the ball downfield to one where your guy mm-hmm. can catch it. And, I mean, we saw that last night. Yeah, I think his athletic ability, though, sets him apart from those guys because he will open up passing lanes because everyone is so terrified of what he can do with his legs. Yep. The, the minute he starts to move a little bit or get even a little bit of extra time in the pocket – you can see the linebackers creeping up like, oh, shit, I better keep an eye on him. Boom, Mark Andrews is open. Yep. It's, so his ability to improve in the passing game with his feet and having a good arm, I mean, he's in the NFL. Yeah. The, the uh, guy can throw. Another thing I wanted to point out, and I know I said yesterday I hopped off the train, but uh, <laughs> no, I you're think off. there's a – You said you're off. I think there might be a couple cars I can catch up to here on the back end to hop back on because, well, Mr. Carson Wentz went 25-35 for 402 yards. Did not play bad. But here's my other thought. Maybe I should just stay off the train because maybe the train's better going without me. And that's called being mature. Yeah. To where it's like, you're better it's off. It's not you, me. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to break up with Carson Wentz's hype train right I think, now? I think I think we're just both going in two different directions. Just like, right look now. how much more successful you are. I'm holding I'm you back. I am. You could be so much better off without me. You could find someone a lot better at pulling the choo-choo string <laughs> and loading coal into Get the fire. Get somebody that lets you be you. I'm I just, just want you person. to be happy. That's all I've ever wanted. I just We're in want, different parts of our life right I now. I just want you to be happy. <laughs> That's the Carson Wentz hype train in a big country breaking up. I'm going to be sad for it? the next couple years now because he's going to go do really good. I felt like you needed what's to say something. What's the other one? Everything Hurts. Everybody hurts. Everybody. So yesterday after we That's why I always podcast. get that fucking tone wrong, because I say everything. Not everybody. every Everybody hurts. <clears throat> <clears throat> Voice a little raspy. I, maybe that's why I'm better today. Yesterday we, we played some sad songs. I should do that today. I did it Sunday night, and I did it Monday. I think what really hurt me last night <laughs> was trying to stretch out the pain in my back. <laughs> I foam rollered it, man. I was doing all these like yoga poses, like help release strain. Well, maybe it'll be better tomorrow then. Bullshit. Maybe. It was maybe supposed to be better today. Fuck you. The second day is always worse, though. See, I've always heard that, but what about the third and fourth day? Does it just go You're away? On third. This I know, but tomorrow and the next day. Yeah, I think you'll be fine tomorrow. I hope. You're going to go through it today, and then those muscles are going to relax. If not, we'll get you on that Brett Favre treatment. My next thing is just lay in the shower with as much as hot water hitting my back as possible. You're going to drown yourself. And I'm going to have to explain to I'm people too, what happened. I'm too Why long. Why is he face down in a bathtub? <laughs> I'm too, my body's too tall, too long. With your knees bent. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a child's pose. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. The fetal position. Yeah. That I think that's a yoga night? pose, yeah. I've never done yoga. It's difficult. No, I have once in college, and it was tough. The people that do it, like, n- extensively or regularly, I should say, mm-hmm. props. Because yeah. that shit sucks. Like, I'm sweating from stretching. Yep. Stretching. Our, uh, our first sweating. intern on Stick to Football, Kennedy, Uh huh. hard to forget, so I'm sure you remember her. She does, like, yoga classes now. Yeah. She, she seems like she does a very good job at, like, leading it and instructing it. I think but you at can the take same them time, online. I actually might hit her up then. Maybe there's your next challenge. <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Big country hot yoga. I've heard the hot yoga oh, stuff is very difficult. I've, man, the girl I did in college was like, come do hot yoga with me. Come do hot yoga. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Are there any other guys? And she was like, no, not really. And I was like, exactly. I'm not going to be the big dude in there with all these other like 
little girls doing oh. fucking oh, really? hot yoga. Not like that, Jesus. <laughs> doing yoga, sweating my ass off. And then I hear like the horror stories of while you're stretching, like your body's like completely relaxed. You said horror stories. I heard horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you did. That might have been heard ha- about that too. might have been taking place as well. Looking at the track record <laughs> anyway, of that relationship, hot but, yoga's hard. <laughs> yeah, but it was like while your body's relaxing, you just kind of like fart your way through the stretches. Wait, what? Yes. So they'll be stretching, and all of a sudden, just. <laughs> <laughs> So I like, like I, common thing? I'm, too, imma- I'm too immature to go to a yoga class and then hear a very attractive woman across the yoga room just fart. I couldn't and do be it. like I'd die. Let's act like that didn't happen. I would be like I can do it once. If you like let one leak once, I'm like that's embarrassing. That's when you that get sucks. like the that's when you get the dog alert. Like Arr, the that second really one, just though, happened. I'm laughing out loud. Oh man, I'm giggling <laughs> and trying. And what's gonna be worse? I'm gonna be trying to hold in the laugh. And it's going to get even harder. I'm, I'm going to be sweating. I'm going to be crying. I totally get it, though. Like, I am too immature, and I would laugh. But also, like, you're stretching. You know, you're loosening things up. Yeah. And then you're, like, changing to a different pose. And your body's – the gas is like, yeah. there's our chance. Go, 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 yeah. go, go. Oh, we're relaxed, <laughs> but at the same time, we need to get rid of this. And I would – like, any adult who's ever gotten up off the floor, Yeah. you realize, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops! You relax it just a little bit. Now do that for thirty minutes while relaxing and but sweating also being your hot. ass off due to hot yoga. It's like ah, oh, it's just a nice crisp ninety four degrees. No, yeah, I'll go outside. Oh, it's hot in there. It might be hotter than that. I couldn't survive. I couldn't take like, it. It's like doing yoga in a sauna. Yeah, like when you're hot. For yeah, hence the hot yoga. Yeah, <laughs> the one I don't understand is the like goat yoga where you can go do yoga and let like goats crawl over you. Yeah, I feel like that would have maybe this is me being like a little bit too close to farm life because like, I'm not the one we call big country. But like, yeah. let's be real. I was raised in the Midwest. Hey, we, I had a goat. Goats farm, are dog. absolutely disgusting. Yes. I, I feel like some people have maybe seen them from like a petting zoo and like, oh, my God, they're so cute. No, they're not. They're disgusting creatures who just walk around and shit everywhere. Yeah, and they eat literally anything. Mm-hmm. And their poop all comes out the same. They eat a metal can. Yeah. They still get a little brown turd that comes out like rabbit poop. A little beady looking. Yes. And they just, man, when they poop, they let out like a hundred of them. Yeah, it's just, disgusting. Bah, 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 bah. It's like a hair soft gun coming out of their ass. <laughs> it really is. That's what it looks like. Somebody's double triggering that thing. Well, goat shit. You can't see him. He did the old double fingered thing with the paintball gun. I saw that. Act like you're not impressed. I want to go paintballing. That would be a lot of fun, actually. Oh, I'm terrible at that too. Because I'm a bad shot. Yeah, you can't run though either. Uh-uh. Your knee, man. Someone hits you in the knee. You're fucked. No. Last time I went paintballing, it was a long time ago. Uh, like 10 years ago or so. And I'm not what you would call agile. Yeah. And then, but you also get the people there. We were there for like a family thing. It's like, oh, let's just go have some fun. It was with my ex-in-laws. Oh, okay. And it was just, let's go have some fun. We'll run around, shoot each other, whatever. It doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. It's like, wear a hoodie, blah, blah, blah. It'll be fine. It was for our group that we were with. Yeah. And then more people start joining and they've got like a suit of armor on (laughs) and a high powered yeah like co2 gun and like you're hitting me and i'm getting bruises yep no part of that is fun for me yeah the first time i went i was younger i didn't realize that they had referees sitting out in the middle of the thing and so we start i'm like man i just can't see anybody and all of a sudden i just see this guy sitting in the middle of the opening like what an idiot mm-hmm. shoot at him hit him and he's like god damn it i'm a ref <laughs> <laughs> and I and I turn around. He like stands up and like turns around because I'm standing in like the wooded areas. So, like he can't see. He probably could, but my ass is like, hey, there's no way he sees me behind this bush. And uh, I then I see across his shirt it says ref. The back of his shirt said absolutely nothing. And that was my first experience playing paintball. There was also the, the hard asses that come out there in camo, yeah. like military That's camo. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, these guys are in like camo. And, it, and, and it's tough to because you look at them and like even me as a younger kid being like, hey. But we're in the woods here, and you have desert camo on. Different, different <laughs> tones also, of camo. Like, it's like golf. You know, some guys just know the course. Yeah. Some guys that go paintballing, you know they're there every weekend, yep. and they know the course. And they're running around like fucking John Rambo, sliding and climbing up <laughs> yeah. shit. And I'm like, man, I'm just here taking it easy. Like, I'm not trying to. I don't know if I know how to shoot this gun right. I don't know <laughs> if my paintballs are going to go. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not paintballing. I'd rather go John Wick. Uh course gun spot yeah. yeah we'll have to hit mike winkle up and hit the gun spot definitely gonna have to hit up mike also let's 
shout out our other great sponsors of the show, Club 609. We spent most of our weekend in there, which is always a good time. Go in there for their two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Also, that extended happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Now, uh, if you're in the Joplin area, hop in there, maybe after work, maybe um, a little business lunch, late lunch, get a little snack in there with the Chad Nacho, a little snacky snack. Um, I would recommend it. Go in there. Love it. And they always have like a lunch special that seems really good. So when you go in there for dinner, it's like, hey, can I get this? And they're like, that was only for lunch, loser. Sold that out. Yeah. That was real quick. But definitely uh, hop into Club 609 if you're anywhere near the Joplin area uh, for that 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock happy hour. Yeah, exactly. And if you're in the Joplin area and you need your oil changed and your car worked on and looked at, be sure to visit Downtown Lube. Right here on Main and First, downtownlube.com is where you can visit them and see their full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but like I said, they're more than that. So visit, visit them at downtownlube.com. Downtown Dupe. Downtown. The Downtown Dube. Downtown Lube. <laughs> Doobie Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Zergle. Downtownlube.com. Uh, we were going to give some hardware away for our players of the week, and you did have. Lamar Jackson on yours, but then we got really random. I definitely think he deserves Offensive Player of the Week in the NFL. A great performance, 442 yards, two touchdowns. But what about defensively? Who stood out to you this week? Uh, Derwin James. Dude had 17 total tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble. Chargers had to come back and win that game. It was a tremendous fourth quarter. Huge part of that is just Derwin James. And I think it also just goes to show how much of an impact he makes for this team when he's healthy and on the field. Yeah, when healthy. And that's been the big question mark with him. Uh, One of the best defenders in the league. Mm -hmm. I know we talk about, like, I feel like Jalen Ramsey has kind of solidified himself, at least this year, as the best corner. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Donald, same team, I know. Best defensive lineman. I think when Derwin James is healthy, he's right there in that group. Yeah. Of like this is the next guy, and I I think he's in that group. He's not like close to being in that group. He is in that group of uh, the top three defenders in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I it's I feel like it's super clear because the Chargers are winning football games now. If he gets injured, that's my worry about the Chargers right now because I'm starting to kind of root for him. I'm like, okay, hey, kind of want to see these guys be good. Yep. yep. I like the coach Brendan Staley. They're having fun. Is it Brendan or Brandon? I always get those two names mixed up. I'm not Same with Craig that. and Greg. Just You're going to be the same name. You're Greg. Kurt and Kurt. Now, for some reason, Kirk, I can get that. Kirk. I get the. Oh, I can't. If you tell me your name's Kirk and you just say, like, hey, I'm Kurt, I have no idea what you just said to you me. You know, that's the salt point. Actually. I used to work with a guy named Kurt. I called him Kirk for a while. <laughs> I have an Uncle Greg. Until I read his name. Then I was like, okay, it's Kurt. With a T. Stress Ooh. the T. You are Kurt. <laughs> yeah, I have an Uncle Greg. Called him Uncle Greg for a while. <laughs> it's Craig Greg. I just still don't know. I think I just got them missed, mixed up, honestly. <laughs> now that I look back at what I just said. It just runs together. I got an uncle. Uh, <laughs> That's what uh, I call him. Jared, I'm like, Unk, what's good? Jared and Jarrett are another one. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't stress that T. Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. But I, I knew a guy growing up named Jarrett. I mean, we just really need to look at Jared. your parents and I go, feel like why? I need to stress it. And I thought his name was Jared. Yep. Until one day I was like, hey, Jared, pass me the ball. And he's like, I'm not Jared, so I'm not passing you the ball. My name is Jared. Like, Fuck. Sorry, man. That's, but I'm open. No, that's <laughs> your fault for not enunciating the T's. Yeah. That's what. Mm, but moving on, players of the anyway, week. Anyway, I don't know how we got on to that one. Uh, rookie of the week. Who stood up for that one? Uh, rookie of the week, Darius Tony. Now, granted, he got kicked out of the football game. Pam Pan. That's that's <laughs> no, a good one. Yep. It's an end. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Kadarius. <laughs> Hopefully someone can kind of lean in and help us out there on the old Pam Pan situation. But Kadarius Tony, 10 receptions for 189 yards. You love to see it if you're a Giants fan. Now the only thing that sucks at the same time, Saquon Barkley goes down with a pretty severe ankle sprain. I love the alert I got from Bleach Report. It's like, ah, it's a mild sprain. Then you see pictures like, what the fuck is mild about that? He's got a softball hanging off his leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then but also, Kadarius um, Tony, Daniel Jones, good though, job. Yeah, went out with what I th- assume that's a concussion. I'd say that's a TKO, bub. <laughs> no, that's a KO. Good. That's not even yeah. tech. It might be a technical knockout. Dude got up, stumbling around, couldn't handle it. No, it looked Said like he was going to throw up on the field. <sighs> Didn't look good at I've all. I've seen some bad concussions, and that was that one's up there. You saw one Sunday too. 
Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> exactly. I think. With Kadarius Tony, I was even thinking on Sunday, like, man, we just really haven't seen him play. He's, he hasn't been out there. And then he goes off and in two ways. <laughs> you know, punched <laughs> yeah. the guy, got kicked out. But it was nice to see him come out and play. I, I liked him coming out of Florida. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see him. And I was looking at a lot of these guys in the college football world, too. And a guy that stood out to me was at Coastal Carolina. Isaiah Likely, the tight end, went for eight catches, 232 yards, and four touchdowns. I didn't do the state of college football this week because I went on like a three or four-day bender, yeah. just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was traveling on Sunday and Saturday. So, uh, But Isaiah Likely stood out to me, and he's a guy that I have my eye on as like a draft prospect. It's hard with those guys from Coastal Carolina. I know their quarterback is also very good. But they fall into that trap of how good are the teams you're really playing. Yeah. Yeah, but he stood out to me. Again, eight catches, 232 yards, four touchdowns, big body, very athletic. Definitely a guy that I'm I'm seeing more and more as I do the state of college football. He's showing up every week uh, like a big-time performer, but he gets my Offensive Player of the Week this year. Do this you week. think uh, – is he a draft prospect this next year? Yeah, this coming like season? a junior. So, I mean, he could be or he could go You said he's a tight end, correct? Mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina. So there's a is could he be one of like the the higher up tight ends here in the class or is there some other guys that kind of have that going spot? into the year I thought it was going to be such a good tight end class with guys like Julio Billingsley at Alabama mm-hmm. and then he got in the doghouse of Nick Saban didn't play in their first game and he's been good over these last couple of weeks but he hasn't been like he hasn't been what I thought he was going to be yeah and Jalen Weidermeyer at Texas A and M is kind of in the same boat I thought he would have a very good junior season. And he's been good, but I, I thought it would be special. Like through the roof. I thought it would be, yep. like, almost Kyle Pitts level what he would do. It, like, that kind of, like, oh, my gosh, we have a very special tight end. Or, like, a, a TJ Hawkinson type year. Yeah. You where know, all where eyes are on him and he's answering the call time and time again when you go to mm-hmm. him. And, maybe and, it's just it, and I thought, like, by October it would be a clear, like, he is a first-round tight end. And now I don't I – don't, he hasn't solidified himself as a first-round tight end. Yeah, gotcha. So uh, we just went over your offense player of the week in terms of college football. What about the defensive guy that stood out to you this year, this week in college football? Another one. Like the stats don't show up, and with defensive players, sometimes they just won't. But Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan, the big defensive end that they have there, I think has looked phenomenal this year, and he is a guy who I think is kind of emerging as you know one of the great pass rushers in this draft class that we have. I liked him a lot last year. He decided to go back to Michigan. But he's also a guy that fits in so many different schemes. Plays with his hand in the dirt, but I think he's athletic enough that he can stand up and be an outside pass rusher. But he's also big. I mean, 6'6", 265. And we've seen guys have success coming out of that Michigan defense, you know, like a Quiddy Pay, mm-hmm. uh, Rashawn Gary even. I think that he is next in line to be probably a pretty high draft pick. And he had a great game this weekend at Nebraska – just watching him play, you could see it. You could see him making a difference. And I went and looked up his stats today, and it was just like six tackles, three mm-hmm. tackles for loss, whatever. So is this kind of where you look at it and you go off the traits? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Because and creating I mean, pressure. And those, I mean, it's hard to track it in college football, too. Like, you can find places that do, but I'm not paying for a subscription. To oh, it. yeah, I don't blame it. And the reason I brought up the traits deal is because I saw Field Yates and our guy Matt talk about it yesterday on Twitter. It's like Odafe Away, the rookie uh, edge rusher for the oh. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I got it, dog. Oh. Out of Penn State. He had uh, tallied up zero sacks in college, and then it's just been a beast in the NFL. And so that they were discussing, mm-hmm. like, that's where you look at traits and go, okay, hey, we're not seeing the production in college, but that doesn't mean it won't carry over to the NFL. Yeah. We're clearly seeing that with away, so that's awesome. Maybe it's going to be the same thing with Aiden Hutchinson yeah. out of Michigan. Or, you know, uh, your guy, Dawson Knox, you have on your fantasy. Yeah. Dude didn't score a touchdown in college. Which is just insane to think about. Like, uh-huh. that entire Ole Miss roster. Yeah. It's DK, like, A.J. Brown, yes. Dawson Knox. Y'all ain't want a fucking natty with that? <laughs> it Who was their coach? Um... That's the thing. Doesn't matter. Idiot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like oh God. You had those guys. It was uh, the dude at Liberty. It's the one that's got Malik Willis, or Willis right now? Yeah. Hugh Freeze is his name. Yeah. Well, what the hell are you doing, Hugh? Yeah. Now coaching at Liberty now because yeah. you fucked that up. <laughs> uh, and, uh, it I is Malik to, Willis, correct? I got that yeah. name? Okay. I wanted to also shout out a couple freshmen that had a really good game. Uh, obviously didn't get to watch in detail a lot of the college football games like I usually do. But that Texas OU game was great, and there were two freshmen, true freshmen, that really stood out. Caleb Williams, we talked about him a lot 
yesterday. He does look like the dude. Right? Yeah. He looks special. He's athletic. He's got a big arm. Shout out to him for coming into that situation. And really, like, I mean, his first real game experience. I know he's played before. But to get into a game and stay in it, and it's the Texas OU game. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of heard rumors before. I don't remember whether where it was at, if it was just told specifically to us or we just kind of all heard it mutually, that the teammates at Oklahoma aren't really fans of Spencer Rattler. Yeah, the, he, and I mean, then, he's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah, and clearly, I mean, there's a clip, too, of after the Texas OU game where OU's celebrating on the field, Spencer Rattler is walking off. He is not celebrating with mm-hmm. his team. Granted, I get your piss, but, like, be better than that. But if that is the case that his teammates don't like Spencer Rattler, it almost seemed clear how much they rallied around Caleb. Like, yeah. everybody was making plays. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. And that's, I mean, I know it's true because it's scary as a Texas fan to see it, to yeah. see OU rallying around a true freshman quarterback who's going to be there for the next three years. And, but also on the other side of the ball, Xavier Worthy at Texas had a phenomenal game. And he is a, a, another true freshman who I was not very aware of, even through the recruiting cycle. And I'm not like one of those guys who's tracking what's going on in recruiting. You're not on uh, 24-7 Rivals, 24-7? No. Okay. To, uh, 23-6, maybe. <laughs> um, but not 24-7. <laughs> I, I like, I'll see where the teams are ranked. I mean, like, okay, this guy, that's cool. Or I'll get notifications on my phone, like, this guy committed. I, he was not on my radar before the season started. And now he definitely is. He had a great game at Texas as well, and I, I think deserves to be shouted out for that one. This is the kid who started the game off with the number old, eight. Yeah, 75 yard screen. Little pass. guy. See ya. Little guy. Said. Yeah. Um, I hope yeah. Texas, I hope this is the game that kind of wakes Texas back up. Like, yeah. I know it might I, be I like think, wakes them back up. I thought they were back. Well, hey, maybe they were asleep mm-hmm. a little bit. So this wakes them back up to where they are back. I think it proves that they can compete with good teams like Oklahoma. That, and look at this optimism here. I love it. Uh, with Texas, I, I tend to get a little optimistic. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I understand that. I'm but not gonna... I, they have a lot of these guys coming back next year. You know, one question that people keep asking me is, how old is this Bijan guy? He's a true sophomore. He cannot enter the NFL draft. Uh, and I, I've, I've seen some other people think that he was like a redshirt sophomore. He is not. The second year on campus. He will be back next year. Casey Thompson should be back. So I think there's some optimism for what they are building. Mm-hmm. They did get beat by OU, and that's not good. But yeah. there is a little silver lining of, okay, this guy's coming back. That guy's coming back. And speaking of that, like I like the way that Texas offense did look on Saturday. I know I said yesterday that they – weren't able to kind of get things going in the second half, which a little bit of truth to that. But it was still fun to see the amount of motion and, like, pre-snap movement and everything like that. And right. once the ball is snapped, you have guys going multiple different directions, and then they're going deep, or they're going underneath. It was just – it was kind of cool to see almost like a Kansas City Chiefs aspect of an offense in college. And it's like, okay, both my teams are running this cool offense. Yeah. Let's cheer for it. <laughs> Psych, both defenses suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little bit of basketball news, though, dropping today. Ben Simmons just like randomly showed up to camp last night, got his COVID test, and was like, hey, I'm here to play. Uh, we talked about that a little bit yesterday and what would happen, but he did. He, he showed up to camp. I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if they're still trying to trade him, but it's just another weird thing of like not even telling the team. They're like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow, and then just showing up randomly. I would be pissed off as a teammate. Yeah. I'd either be the teammate that was like, hey, man, well, I think no, there's, clearly no, there's been, pissed. no, there's been a lot of noise. Let's just go handle business and things will kind of work themselves out. Or it'd be mm-hmm. like, fuck you. You gave up on us. You didn't want anything to do with us. You suck. We've tried to make this work for you and you continue to be a problem. We don't want you here. If you could have Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving on your team. Oh, that's tough. Uh, I would take the or, <laughs> yeah, which means neither. <laughs> one of them. Or yeah. somebody else. Like yeah. with Ben Simmons, he's going to be there. He's going to play good defense, at least. Yeah. He's not going to be able to score for you. I mean, you're just going to be annoyed with the guy because of the way he handles himself mm-hmm. in terms of like who he thinks he is on the reality of what he's not. Like He perceives himself as a different person than what I think <laughs> the reality yeah. is, I mean, well, which is annoying. And I feel like Kyrie just doesn't care about anybody else but himself. I mean, yeah. maybe I mean it's clear that it's both of them, well, but I feel like morning, Kyrie is more so in that boat mm-hmm. as of late than Ben Simmons. Exactly. Is. As of this morning, uh, there was a lot of talk of like 
KD and James Harden meeting with, you know, the front office and figuring out, like, what are we going to do with Kyrie, with this situation? We've had Steve Nash come out and say, we know we're going to have some games where he's not going to be able to play. And then this morning it comes out, uh, the Brooklyn Nets announced that Kyrie Irving will not play or practice with the team until he can be a full participant. I don't know when that is. <laughs> that yeah. TBD on that one, because with the uh, situation with COVID and New York City, you have to be vaccinated to play in these games. And is it going to be an all-season thing? I don't know that the state of New York or the city of New York is going to look at it and be like, well, better change our stance on this for Kyrie yeah. Irving. That's not going to happen. Well, I, I don't know if they're – let's say he just misses this year. I feel like the NBA and like every other sports league is going to start treating this thing like a mandatory flu shot, you know, mm-hmm. until there's like some type of control with it or there's more understanding of the virus on, you know, how it can be transmitted and all this stuff like that. But I, I just, I don't get where Kyrie is just going to win this battle of being difficult to work with yeah. or, or be you know, understanding. What if it's not a year? What if it's not this season? And, and like, that's the yeah, thing, you going know, because if like the flu shot, yes, it's the vaccine. You're, it's required that not required, but it's recommended that you get it. I feel like the same thing with the COVID thing, mm-hmm. but these leagues have made it a policy, which is a rule. If you're going to work for us and play for us and get paid, this is yeah. what you have to it do. Would, like this is part of it. With Kyrie, I mean, he's already so on the fence of like, is he going to play? Or yeah. Not? Like if I were buying tickets to go see an NBA game, I would love to see the Nets play because I like to go watch Stars play. I like to see yep. guys like Kevin Durant, James Harden. But, you know, I would cautiously buy tickets and be like, I don't know if Kyrie's going to play. Yeah. Regardless of, I mean, go back a month, I, I wouldn't know if he was going to be there or not because sometimes he'll just bounce and the team won't be able to find him. Yeah, birthday party, see ya. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's always been on the verge of, like, I might just retire. Like, I don't, I'm not really feeling it right now. I don't want to do this anymore. But, they, I mean, I, I don't know what you do with him. I, you can't trade him now because – it's just so awkward. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm so confused by how they're going to handle this moving forward. And I know you just exactly, you just pretty much said the exact same thing. But <laughs> if you I just have to, to look at Kyrie and say you either get the vaccine or you're not playing. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I mean that's where they're at now. But I mean like you will not play this year. Yeah, I, I think that you have to at least look at probably trading him, it, which they probably already have. But I would be actively shopping him. Trying to get, like, something back for him. Damian Lillard? <laughs> yeah, but if I'm Portland, I wouldn't do that. No. Well, what's the rules in o- Oregon, yeah? I'm not really sure. My but, states. <laughs> yeah, where do are it. they, Portland? Uh, I wouldn't, though, even just straight across. Because going back to the, how committed is Kyrie? So there's no chance I would trade Damian Lillard for that. Which really is going to drop his trade value. I'm like, who are you really bringing in? I mean, even if Kyrie he did killed send him, his trade value. Oh, I mean, he, I felt like he did that when he was with Boston too. Exactly, where it was, you they couldn't get anything out of him really, and it was almost the same thing in Cleveland. It was like, okay, LeBron, if LeBron can't get this guy to work out, yeah, did he get we, traded for like Isaiah Thomas and some other picks? I think that so. might still be his trade value. But like the thing is, like, how can we look at Kyrie and go? If LeBron couldn't get this situation to work out now for Kevin the better, can't. how is Kevin Durant going to? Because I don't feel like Kevin Durant is as vocal or stern as a LeBron James. And it's not questioning his talent or leadership or anything. It's just I feel like people look at LeBron like this is the work the guy's putting in. Let's follow the lead here. And I'm not saying it's the same situation with Kevin. I just don't feel like we have seen that with Durant. I don't know what kind of guy he is. I could see him being the almost the kind of guy, Kevin Durant, being yeah. like, hey, you're going to show up in your practice or – get out of here like we don't want you yeah but I, I don't know but he's had like you know some verbal fights with guys like Draymond Green so yeah. maybe I think KD is maybe more of the vocal like I'm gonna tell you what you need to do here whereas LeBron is hey uh, this is Levi how we do James. things yeah I'm LeBron please do this don't make me yell at you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to yeah but I will it, both of them I think are great leaders but I don't I don't know what you do if you're the Nets. Try to trade him for something, but you're not so getting you, much. So if you were the Nets, though, you're trading him? You're shopping him right now? I would have last year. Yeah. I would have traded him What last year when we were doing radio still. I said they should have traded Kyrie for James Harden and tried to, try to do it straight across and keep some of those other yeah. young pieces that they had. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> Dan Woody or like Karis I probably would have done it when uh, was it? he got on the live and was like, you coach one, day, one week, I'll coach I would, another yeah, game. Like, 
It's just been like, yeah, no. Or I thought we said, you know, green on like four four possessions in the post. Mm-hmm. You know, no. sometimes when you get married, if it like goes south really quick, you just get that baby annulled. And like, ah, that never happened. Not going to go on my record. That's what the Nets should have done. You can do that. Like, oh, shit, we signed you? Ah, uh, never mind. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that paperwork. Three-month grace period. <laughs> should have read it in the fine print. Exactly. Uh, all right, that is it for us today, That We will be back. There's still baseball going on, but I, I'm not watching baseball over Monday Night Football. No, but apparently it was an incredible Monday night. It was. The Red Sox advance. My Rays are out. Uh, so I'm heartbroken. I don't know who to go for. And even then, I have been keeping a little bit of track of baseball. Even then, I was like, okay, the Rays are out. Let's check in on the Dodgers. What are they doing? Uh-huh. Also losing. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. So like, the Giants, correct? Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to be a Braves fan like I used to be as a kid. Uh, but that is it for us today. Don't forget about our great sponsors. You can go visit all of them. Uh, we do drop the the links for each one of them in the Draft Scout newsletter. You can sign up for that too. This podcast is free to get there. Just go to thedraftscout.com. Uh, it's usually usually the fastest way to get the podcast yep. too. It's usually out there first. But let's be honest. There's some days where it gets to Apple or Spotify, and we, we don't really know why Apple or how. seems to be the slowest. Until yesterday, I think it was the first one. Uh, yeah, yesterday Apple was like – done before i was they're starting to realize how like how good it is like mm-hmm. we need to get this out quicker yeah and also please leave us a, a couple reviews those always help five stars even if you don't like what we say just you know click five stars but if you like, do like it actually suck if you do like it go tell a friend exactly so go visit our great friends at manscaped you can find them at manscaped.com update your new trimmer use code miked up 20 for 20 percent off there and as always also visit roper kia Tell Mike to upset you and they'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride.